Welcome to Slight Reliability. Learning SRE one day at a time. I'm Stephen Townsend. Hello and welcome back to Slight Reliability. I'm Stephen Townsend and this is the show where we learn SRE one day at a time. Today I'm reflecting back on the very first episode of Slight Reliability, which was titled, What the Heck is SRE Anyway? I'm curious to know whether my perspective or understanding of SRE has changed over that time and I also wanted to address some of the general confusion in the industry about what SRE is and isn't. When I recorded that initial episode I'd had the title of SRE for around six months so I wasn't a complete beginner but definitely in the beginning of that journey. In that initial episode I covered three angles. What did SRE start out as at Google? What did I want it to be? And what did I see it actually existing as in other organizations around the world? Starting with the Google perspective, I quoted Ben Trainer as what you get when you treat operations as a software problem staffed by software engineers and paraphrased it as taking the advancements made in the world of software delivery and applying them to the world of operations. And I listed off some concepts that I'd been reading about SLOs, SLIs, toil reduction, patterns and anti-patterns, blameless culture and continuous learning and celebrating failure. But then I also talked about already I was under the impression that this idea from Google couldn't just be picked up and applied in any organization exactly the same way. That organizations had to figure out their unique challenges and how they could uniquely tackle them in those organizations, which has very much remained a core part of my belief around SRE. Then I talked about what I wanted SRE to be and I specifically mentioned a discipline focusing on outcomes to uniquely adapt to each organization and what it actually needs, which I continually talk about. And when I talked about outcomes in that episode, I specifically referred to building and running more reliable systems, understanding customers better and how our technology changes impact them, operating technology systems more efficiently and effectively, bridging the gap between delivery and operations, and contributing to a blameless and continuous learning culture. Happier customers and workers was my ultimate paraphrase there. And achieving these outcomes in any way that works is what I wanted SRE to be. And then I reflected on what I was seeing SRE being in the industry, in reality. And I talked about seeing it as a rebranding of traditional ops or platform engineering just having a role and someone giving you a new title but the work stays the same or a very focused technical ops type role which happens to be quite deep and wide in other words a unicorn and also lots of discussion around tools all the time whereas not a lot of discussion around culture and how to shift that which I felt was more important than focusing on tools. So what do I still agree with? nine months on from there, I think I agree with all of it. As an example, I mentioned that I was seeing SRE being a rebranding at IAG. We had been trying to hire senior SREs for a very long time, interviewed maybe dozens of engineers, many of whom had the title of SRE already. And yet I think one candidate out of all the senior SREs that we interviewed had even skim read the Google book or could talk in any way about concepts like SLOs, error budgets and toil. So that to me is a, is a bit of a confirmation 
that this rebranding of title is happening. But my intention is not to shame people at all. Absolutely not. It's out of your control whether someone else changes your title, right? If anything, the point really is that we're all beginners. There are very few SRE experts in the world. Almost everyone with the title of SRE is a beginner in this field. And as long as there is some curiosity or willingness to learn and change and adapt, that's great. But when that doesn't exist, I think that's a complete wasted opportunity. And it is not really what I would call SRE. So what has changed in my perspective? I think that I'm less tied to the term SRE as I used to be. I don't necessarily like the term site reliability engineering to explain, or at least the work that I was doing and the work that I'm seeing, especially in smaller organizations. I quite like Sebastian Veet's view of service reliability engineer. That seems quite nice to me. And I also like just talking about reliability engineering. Either of those work well for me, but I keep saying SRE because that's the term that everyone else is using in the industry. I also have realized that SRE is an extraordinarily wide scope of work. It is not possible, in my opinion, for anyone to be an expert, a deep expert in every area of SRE. So SREs will inevitably end up specializing more in some areas than others. But I think that wide breadth of conceptual knowledge is still important to understand the wider implications of the work that you are doing. I've said it before, and I'm saying it again, but SRE means different things to different people and different organizations. There's lots of confusion. I'm confused half the time. I think it's possible for two SREs at two different organizations to do completely different things, and yet they are both completely valid SREs. I also think it's possible for two engineers who are having a lot of success in the field of SRE in their own organizations, that if they swap places, it just wouldn't work. Yet they're both SREs. It just means that those SREs have adapted what they're doing to the unique challenges of their own organization, which is absolutely what I think SRE should be about. Recently, some of the others from Squared Up attended SRECon in Amsterdam, I think it was, which was the Europe, Middle East and Africa SRE conference, and wrote some notes up about what they experienced and saw, the discussions that they had. And one of the ideas they had was there might be two different types of SRE. There are SREs who are very much focused on their particular service and the technical details of how to operate it well. And there are also visionary SREs who are thinking about the wider organization and how they can implement concepts at a, a bigger scale. It sounds to me like there might be many different categories of SRE and that's something I will be thinking about uh, as I go forward. I think a big change in my thinking has also been that I think the value proposition of SRE is different for organizations with huge scale versus organizations with a medium or small scale. I actually started this conversation with Richard Benwell, who's the CEO and founder of Squared Up, and it's one of the reasons I wanted to come and work here. But when you think about it, if you are a cloud provider like AWS or Azure or GCP or any other cloud provider, it makes absolute sense. There is a total value proposition for improving the availability and reducing the latency of your services. It makes sense. It's, no, it's a no-brainer. But if you're an enterprise or a government department, and, and maybe it's quite a large organization with lots of customers and lots of complex business, but you don't have a lot of actual scale or workload on your technical services, 
Is it really valuable to eke out some extra nines of availability? Is there actually any value to the business or to the customers? In fact, I think in that particular context, the value proposition of SRE is an improving operational work. Reduce the cost of operations. Make the lives of your engineers easier. Helps you retain talent. Helps you attract new talent. Also, prepare yourselves so that if big scale does come in the future, you're prepared for it. So I guess in summary, my perspective of SRE hasn't changed all that much. I think it's a little more nuanced than it was before. I don't think that there is a universal definition of SRE that everyone can agree on. To me, it's about achieving better customer and business outcomes by improving reliability for our services and bettering the lives of our staff by improving how we operate those services. Both of these things also end up connecting you to the wider culture, structure, funding model and the processes in your organization, which I think can be pretty confronting, but it's also hugely valuable to an organization who wants to do better. So that's all from another episode of Slight Reliability. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. I'm very excited for the content to come in the future. If you'd like to come on the show and talk about site reliability engineering and any of the work that you're doing, I'd love to have you on the show. In fact, I'm on the lookout for a group of SREs who want to come together to discuss SLOs. So if that sounds like something interesting to you, then reach out to me on Twitter or LinkedIn. Thanks once again, and I'll see you next time.